Western and Southern Financial Group. Put our financial strength behind you. It's easy to get started. Visit westernsouthern.com. Now batting, number one in our hearts. At least he'd like to think so. It's the Jim Day Podcast. All right, here we are again. It's another edition of the Jim Day Podcast. And another treat today, we go back in time. Known as the Big Donkey, he is one of the most prolific home run hitters to ever wear a Reds uniform. He is Adam Dunn. Welcome to the Jim Day Podcast. How you doing, my brother? I am great, man. Great. How you been? I've been good. You're uh, you're in a different country right now, right? Texas? Correct. That is correct. <laughs> when Adam said, when we set up this time for the podcast, he said, let's do it at such and such time, Texas time. And yes, I did say Texas time. Like you guys, right. you know, you got your own country, you got your own time zone. But I get it. I get it. Yeah. Nothing's bigger. Everything's bigger in Texas, as they say. So where yeah. are you still in the Houston area? I am. Yes. Yes. Everything is definitely bigger in Texas, except our uh, power grid, apparently. <laughs> A little quick story. You know, so the last few houses I've had, um, not that I'm like a rapper or anything, have a bunch of houses, but um, we moved a couple of times and I've always had generators and never got to use them ever. And, uh, you know, I'm like, I'm not putting the generator in this house. They're too expensive. And, um, but anyway, long story short, I got, I got outvoted on that. So we put one in and finally got to use it. First time ever, you know, so I was kind of in a sick way. I was kind of happy that we got to use it finally. Um, but you know, I guess it's like full of driver insurance or something. You don't really need it till you need it. Yeah. No, I have a friend of mine that had a generator. He's he's like, I've had this thing for like five years and it hasn't kicked on one time. I'm like, well, Hey, you're going to be glad when it does or not glad when it does, but glad you have it. If you need it. Um, so many millions of people affected down there. Hope everyone's all right. So what we got, we got to check in here, here. You got four kids now. I do. Wow. That's amazing. But what are the ages? Uh, so 14, 11, eight, and the oops, which is three. (laughs) The oops. Oh yes, you you've all you've never held back, which is which is a beautiful thing. Um, that was good and bad when covering you because uh, you, along with uh, Griffey and and the other cohorts, would. wail on me a lot um i was the brunt of a lot of it because you guys didn't help hold anything back but that was the beauty of covering those teams those are amongst the favorite teams i've ever covered and they weren't necessarily winning teams it was just the guys you had in that clubhouse it, yeah i mean that's those are by far my favorite um <clears throat> you know and, and you had such a unique um you know group of guys that really really enjoyed each other man enjoyed being around them and, and you know everybody but yeah, I mean everybody from you know the all the guys in the clubhouse. You know, you had Rick and all the boys in the clubhouse. You know, from um, you, you know Gary Wayhoff. I mean, every, just Rob Butcher, obviously. Every everybody was just you know it was just a really great group of guys. And and you know even even you know the, the media, you guys, you know, for the most part um, were were awesome and, and had had we had a great time. You know, jacking around. Um, so by far my favorite times. Wow, Gary Wayhoff got a mention on this podcast. That is a first. That is a first. He should get more. That guy, you know, he, see what, what, what the guys don't realize is they have, you know, some of the best guys in the business at their at their at their job. I mean, Gary's one of the best, you know, in in the entire business at, at what he does. Rob Butcher is, you know, one of the best, if not the best, at what he does, and. Um, you know, they, they spoil you. And then you go somewhere else. And you're like, wait a minute, you know, yeah. is that, that ain't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, uh, man, Gary's job. I'm not sure I would wish that, but I mean, he has to work so hard and put up with you players, but it, for those yeah. that don't know, Gary way off is in charge of, um, I guess yeah, it used thanks. to be called the team secretary. Um, but he's basically in, in charge of, of travel and everything that involves the logistics of players and the team, as far as airplanes, staying here rental i mean it is endless everything. 
endless. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He's like yep. he's like your dad. You're like an infant. And he's the dad. Well, he controls a lot of your 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 destiny. I mean, really, <laughs> truly, yeah. you know, it's either you get room by the you know the, the the dumpsters or the elevator. I mean, he he controls a lot of your uh, of of your you know your sanity, pretty much. <laughs> Well, I have to pass along that you brought up his name. It will bring a smile to his face. Probably be the first one of 2021, but that's another story. No, I'm kidding, Gary. Kidding, Gary. Love Gary. Uh, He's a good man. Uh, Rob Butcher actually talked to him. I talked to him a lot, but I was talking to him about you, and I said, what's the first thing that comes to mind? And Rob Butcher is the uh, uh, director of public relations, basically media relations for the Reds, um, deals with the players uh, and us. And he he mentioned the Ohio Cup picture that that I'm, they I'm, they wanted. It. What's it, what's that? I'm actually looking at it as we speak. <laughs> yes, it is sitting he in my office. Yes, in a frame that, right above my right there. That's a special thing because he said here is a guy that's you know uh, made a lot of money in baseball. He's a superstar in baseball. He's a Reds Hall of Famer, and he chooses to have a picture of me in his office. And he just thinks that's the most special thing. Could you tell the story about you would only this Ohio Cup picture that you would only do it if he was in the only if Rob was in the picture. Yep. Yeah. You know that was the first year they did it, and uh, um, you know, to me that's a I, that was a just a really cool, you know, and I'm sure it still is, but you know that being kind of the first, you know, rivalry, um, that you know where the Ohio Cup was there, and they, they did the whatever the MVP and all that stuff. And, and, uh, it was just, you know, it just, it was cool. And, uh, you know, I wanted Rob in the picture with me because, you know, I, I just, I, I really respect Rob and, you know, I, I, I really cherish him as a friend and he's, uh, he's, a, he's just a really good guy. And I wanted him, you know, to, to, it might not mean a lot to him, you know, to be in the picture, but, you know, I look up and I remember that vividly. I mean, I remember it. Yeah. And, uh, um, it's pretty cool. He sent me a picture of you with the picture over his shoulder, and it's one of his cherished pictures, a picture of you with that picture over your shoulder. He just thinks it's very cool. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's very cool because those tra- those uh, the guys in the traveling party and the guys that took care of you behind the scenes, they loved you. They loved you. Well, I mean, I, and that I means – see, that's that's the stuff that means so much, man. That's the, that's the part that you miss. I mean, you know um, – there's so many guys behind the scene and I say behind the scenes, but you know, the guy, the people that aren't in the, in the locker room every day, you know, you're in there, you see, you see, you see what the, you know, you see what the, the Rob butchers go through and, and, and you see what the Gary's go through and you see what the Rick Stowe's go through and you see what, um, you know, I'm no, I'm leaving people off, but you, you see what they go through every day, man. And they just, um, you know, you you spend so much time with them and, and, yeah. and build such a relationship with them that, uh, you know, I, 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 I would much rather hang out with it with those guys than, and I did. Um, right. I hung out with it just as much as I did any, you know, any any player. Well, I was also the people that I was just randomly texting with yesterday. I, I just threw out, "Hey, I'm doing a thing with Dunner tomorrow." Uh, what's the first thing that comes to mind? So I was texting with Danny Graves. This was actually in Sarasota. Uh, you guys had those gas-powered little cars. Uh, yeah. That would man, they were just fast. I don't know how fast they went, but. You had them around the complex, and then you would work on them at night in your garages, like you guys were a NASCAR pit crew. Yeah, and that was a you know, again, you know, spring training is, you know, it gets monotonous and it's for pitchers and all that stuff. And, um, but you know, the the thing about it was, you're always trying to find something to do. You know, you can only, uh, you know, you get you're so tired after after workouts. You know, you just want to really just stay home and do stuff, but. So Danny's bright idea, and it was a great idea, and I we enjoyed the heck out of it, man. Let's get these remote controlled trucks and go race them and crash them, and then at night when we, you know, because we all live together, uh, it would give us something to do is kind of fix what we, you know, tore up that that day, and uh, uh, then it became, you know, of course, a competition, and then it was like it was truly like a pit crew NASCAR, you know, you t- we time it and yeah. see who could do fastest and you know who could change this out, and you know, I had my fat fingers, you know, they're not built for little mechanic you know work so i was usually uh not you know not not the fastest but um you know 
it was it was fun, man. You guys took that seriously, and those things went so fast. I mean, oh. I remember one day it was you. You guys were outside the complex, and I think it was Danny. He ran a, the truck into someone. Someone was coming around the corner and just nailed it. Might have even been Bob Boone. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and that might not that may or may not have been intentional. <laughs> Well, uh, the reason he comes to mind that he was upset, which is not outside of the realm of you know of reality either. But uh, that sticks out. You mentioned uh, you know your truck and boating. Is that what uh, what what do you do with your time? You're also involved in baseball with the youth as well, are you not? Yeah, um, you know I've got a lot of things kind of going on. Uh, selfishly, I, I do a lot of bass fishing still, but um, do a bunch of tournaments. I actually have one this weekend. Um, uh, you know, I do that. Um, kids are starting to get in sports. and uh, I've got a baseball facility down here um, and kind of never thought I would ever enjoy coaching like high school kids and stuff like that. But anyway, um, so that's kind of what I do in the summer times. I pick a team and I coach them and Try not to screw them up. Wow. You know what? I, I got to be honest with you. If you would have told me when you were playing, know. you know, know what I'm going to say? That well, yeah, because I said the same thing. If, if in the future, or who's going to be the ones that maybe has like a baseball score academy? Who's going to be like, well, it's not going to be done. Yeah, nope. I'm not even sure he likes baseball. Yep. No, I do. I, I mean, and, you know, I, I like baseball. I don't like all the, the BS around it. Yeah, that's uh, what I should have said, yeah. Yeah, but I like I like I like the game of baseball, obviously, and uh, there's not a, a pure, you know, when you're working with like, you know, these these kids are so good nowadays. It's like, I mean, yeah, they're really good, and you know, so it's not like you know, it's not like I'm I'm working, you know, I don't want to make myself sound like I'm some saint, you know, working with. No, I'm working with you know pretty much the best of the best in this area, which is you know the fourth largest city. So you have you know it's a pretty good product you're putting out there. And, oh yeah. Uh, uh, you know, but then again, it's, you know, these kids, they're already so good, but you know, they, they still want to learn. They still think that, you know, um, that I know what I'm talking about, which maybe I do, maybe I don't, you know, but they don't know that. The thing I found is you can help them more off the field than you can on the field. And, you know, so I like, I like, I like coaching that kind of 15, 16 year old where, um, you know, really you look at it like, uh, you know, you can really impact them off the field more than you can on. And, um, so that's kind of what I've been, what, what I've been doing in the summers. And, um, you know, I've had some really good teams. I had some really good players, but, you know, we've got a ton of really good kids, man. That, um, you know, our first group was, I guess, 2000 when they graduate. So soon. So 18, so they graduated in 18. So, uh, man, we had like, Shoot, I think off that team alone, we had seven drafted, I believe. Really? Wow, that's but, outstanding. Yeah, yeah, but 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 I mean, more importantly, they all go. You know, they all went to school and played. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the ones I had two second rounders, Simeon Woods. Um, to try to get the Reds draft anyway. Uh, and then uh, you know, another kid that got drafted by the Pirates in the second round. So. Wow, that's fantastic! I, I I just never would have thought it. I, I you just never know what's going to happen in this world. I think that's fantastic. I I mean, and that's how I kind of always state it. Like <laughs> y'all ain't going to believe this, but um, <laughs> yeah. but it, it it's just uh, it's a long story how it all got started. But uh, well, when I first uh, heard about, it, I'm like, what you're talking about, Adam Dunn, big number forty four, same guy, you, really. I think that's well, tremendous. Involved in, in the select stuff, and I just saw how shady and how just you know you you have these so-called organizations, but all they are teams, and they're you know they're just teams. They're not they don't practice, they don't learn. They just take your money, you come, go play. And if right if there's a better player, then they go say, okay, you've been with me for X amount of years, but this kid's better. See you, you know, for this tournament. Like it's they have no team. You know, I love the team concept. I love, you know, like our, our, our pitchers only. If you're a pitcher only you, and you throw on a Friday, you're not going home. Like, you know, cause I, and that's what I tell them. Like, listen, man, if, how would you feel if you pitched on Friday, you go home Saturday, you, you we get in a brawl and get our teeth kicked in because we're outnumbered. And then Tuesday at practice, you show up all 
giddy, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you know, there's a team baseball, you know, the, the team camaraderie part of it is as big, if not bigger than any, in any other sport, in my opinion. Yeah. And, um, so anyway, that's, wow. Brought, that's brought up brawls to them. You, you ought to yeah. show them the video of June 14th, 2003. You know what happened that day? I'm sure we lost. I think you were up like 10-0, and then you ran over the catcher, Lieberthal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carlos Silva throws behind you. You charge yeah. the mound, and yeah. Lieberthal puts on a great tackle. I mean, a form tackle like you yeah. like you would be proud of today. There were guys don't tackle anymore in football, but this was a no. leg tackle. No, let's be honest. It was a, 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 a tackle from behind, yes. diving legs. <laughs> it, was a, it was a great tackle, but you know. hey, I'm in the media, man. We got to build it up. Yeah, yeah. No, he yeah. did dive at you and did kind of get lucky to get the legs, but no, it was good. But he he, he saved the he saved the young man's life that day, so he should have he should have got a medal. <laughs> hey, now the reason, um, part of the reason why the perception would be out there that well, Dunn wouldn't get involved in, in baseball after his playing career um you were so enamored with football and i'm sure you still are and for those that don't know you went to the university of texas on a football scholarship you were a quarterback um then they what i guess signed chris sims uh recruited chris sims they moved you to tight end which didn't make a happy you and then you concentrated on baseball but football was always your first love was it not yeah but I mean, I didn't, you know, I never realized it was illegal to love more than one thing. Um, yeah, right. Know, apparently it was, and apparently it, it still is. So, oh, no, no. Uh, Believe me, I love football. People ask me, what's your favorite sport? I'm like, yeah, yes. I work in baseball, man. It provided me a great life, but I love me some football. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. I, I've always loved football. I'll never not love it. I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a great sport. Um, you know, it's, it, it's, completely obviously two completely different animals from football and, and, and baseball and you know i love both you know all the all the differences between each of them I, you know i love them for what they were you know football you get all riled up and go beat, beat somebody's brains in well baseball you get all riled up and that's one of the worst things that, that can happen hey uh you had mentioned you you're competitive fishing you're in bass tournaments i am how do you do in that? Are you well, any good? Um, yeah. Uh, or is I mean, that more of a luck thing? I guess there's some skill involved. You got to know where you do it, what you're doing, and where to go. No, it's absolutely not luck. Um, you know, so basically, I can tell you that. I mean, I went from like using baseball analogies. I went from you know high school to triple A. I just I skipped the the steps and you know just to see if, just to see if i could do it and then kind of the first year i did uh you know i won a boat um you know did pretty well and then the next year i won another boat uh so i'm like man it's, it's pretty easy it's not hard uh but it, i mean it's obviously really 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 hard um you know because these guys are you know this is what they do for a living yeah they spend a lot of water and you know if i could spend a lot of time on the water I would do it, but you know, I've got, I've got other obligations that keep me off the water, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, that, that I could, if I took it, um, I think I could take it as far as I wanted to. Wow. But again, I'm not, I'm looking for another career. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, you got four kids. That's kind of a career yeah. in itself right now. Uh, yes. Yeah, especially no with, doubt with the age gap with, uh, your child, name, right. your child name. All Oops. Right. All right. Yep. Got to remind it. Yep. <laughs> I, I think that's very funny. The oops. Uh, <laughs> hey, I want to yep. ask you. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm watching a movie, and somehow this escaped me. I didn't know. And I'm watching Dallas Buyers Club years ago, mm. and all of a sudden I'm like, my God, that bartender looks a lot like Adam Dunn. Mm. That, that is Adam Dunn. Oh yeah. All right. Now I know. Now, since you know, afterwards looked it up and and asked people about it. But you were an investor in the movie. Is that how you got in it, or 
Was there other connections? And do you know Matthew McConaughey, a famous Longhorns fan and a famous All Texan? Right. So, yeah. So basically how we got involved in that is, it's again, that's another time, another place. But uh, uh, me and my buddy, that uh, we do a lot of stuff together, um, started a production company and, and uh, had the opportunity to get the script of Dallas Buyers Club. And that was our, that was our first movie um that we co-produced and uh um, striking gold right off the bat right off the bat yeah and so you know he was like man you ought to get in this movie this being the first i'm like dude i don't want you know i don't want to get it that's not my it's not my style and then uh anyway so the um the director was like well you know you don't have to have a speaking role you can just do uh you know this 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 or barton i'm like bartender he's like you have an experience i'm like oh yeah oh, <laughs> oh yeah plenty so yeah that's a that's a that's a whole different world man i don't you know we did like 30 takes and it's just you know i had finally I, I, you get frustrated it's like perfect and i'm like all right great perfect like he goes okay now we're gonna do it again i'm like well perfect in my world means like you don't get that you know <laughs> oh, perfect yeah. means good oh no you need it perfect from like five different angles uh, yeah well i know that now yeah so so did you enjoy the overall experience though even though it's not your thing yeah i mean I, yeah it's it's cool i just you know i have a, a a greater appreciation for you know for these these people that, that do the movies you know it's yeah. not just a not like us you know doing a doing a one-liner and and walk you know for 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 seg dennison for for you know his little show it's 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 uh, a <laughs> it, you know it, it's 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 impressive man it's what they do uh, now seg gets a mention on the podcast he will be beyond th- he'll be more thrilled than the, all the others now uh yeah matthew mcconaughey was so good in that movie do you have a relationship with him at all do you know him i, I mean yeah i mean i wouldn't say that i you know call him and check in on his birthday but right. um yeah, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll see each other games and, and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, our worlds are, are – we, we got two different career paths, you know. Well, he, he fascinates me as well. Just listening to that guy, just sometimes he just draws me in. Whatever he's talking about, it's, it's unbelievable. It's the, it's the voice, man. You think it's the voice? The, no doubt. Some people have that voice, man, and he's one of them. Well, that but he's he also got talking. the lingo and the – he just – I yeah, know. but I mean, do you even know what he talks about half the time? Lincoln commercial selling freaking Lincolns. Lincoln. Do you think he drives a Lincoln, by the way? No, but he can't <laughs> sell enough damn Lincolns. <laughs> all he's got to do is say, all right, all right, all yeah. right. And you're locked yeah. in. Yeah. Don't know what so it is about it. That's it. So you go to some Longhorn games still? Yeah, um, you know it's getting harder and harder to go. Yeah, um, but you know it's it just there's nothing there's nothing like going. And uh, you know I'm not one of those those guys that that would rather sit at home watch it on TV. You know any sport, any anything. You know I I I want to I want to be there. And um, so you know obviously last year was 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 difficult but you know especially with the kids now it's it's getting you know they they got their own football and you know st- stuff going on so um makes it difficult all right i've got some old reds rosters called up just because i wanted to just remember some guys that were on the team you came up in 2001 Oof. right can you come up uh, in 2001 is that correct that is correct, correct. yes at 21 years of age uh, let's see. Jason LaRue. Talk to Jason. I, I mean, I talked to Jason probably once or twice a month. How's he doing? He was doing great. He's doing great. He's got uh, his oldest boys playing at, he was at Rice. Now he's at, uh, I don't know, some junior college. And, uh, he's got a 17 year old. That's, uh, he's got a, was he a junior or senior? Let's see. He is a, junior um that you know he's pretty good pretty good player he's doing good nice sean casey at first base yeah 
I still talk to that pig. <laughs> pig? Yeah. 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 Now, why pig? <laughs> I don't born that way, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Now, Sean's a beauty, man. Isn't he? he? Uh, uh, he's just that guy. That guy, man. is. If you could bottle up and sell what he has, yeah. it would be... Because people have asked me, you know what? He's is that fake? Is that like when the camera's off or whatever? Is he is he different? I'm like no, if no, anything, he's, he's more. He's more, yeah. He's <laughs> loud and just goofy, and you know, it's, it's just so happy all the time. It's like I don't know how many times I've told him, like, you know, I really like, I want to, like, I don't know what it is, dude, but I want, I really, truly want to punch you in the face, right? Like, I, <laughs> it's nothing you've done. I just, man. But I'll tell you, that dude is, you're talking about like, you know, he's one of those guys that, that will always, no matter what situation, will have your back. And, uh, you know, he's, he's one of my great, great friends. Were you a lot of great friends, man? Were you on the bus when he, um, went into the bar in Chicago at the end of the season? Chicago, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Can you tell that from your perspective? Yeah, I was sitting right behind him (laughs) and we're, we're driving and, you know, that 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 whole thing was that that was truly amazing. Actually, that whole four game series. I think it was a four game. It might have been three, but I think it was a four game. Uh, you know, and they had to win two out of four or two out of three or something against this last series and to get in. And you know, I think Todd Todd Walker was on the Cubs, and we went out to dinner. And you know, they beat our brains out the first game, and you know, they had like Maddox Zambrano and Kerry Wood going or something. All right. Like, anyway, long story short, we end up sweeping them, knocking them out, and we're driving to the airport, and we'll get to this little bar is packed full of whatever they are, Cubs fans, whatever, and, uh, <laughs> you know, Sean gets up, tells the bus driver to stop, and the bus driver stops, he opens the door, gets out, sprints in the bar, and we're like, what the, what is he doing? You know, I thought he was going to get, like, try to get us some beers or something. And, uh, and then, you know, about 30 seconds later, he comes sprinting and the bus doors shut sprinting and banging on the door open. And then about four or five guys are chasing, chasing him out of the bar. And, oh gosh, it was, uh, it was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. And it just right up Casey's alley. So it, yeah, uh, it was good. Yeah. Very good. All right, we'll get back to our reminiscing with Adam Dunn and more on former Reds teammates straight ahead after this message from our friends from Western and Southern Financial Group. Life is full of questions. Like, when should I start thinking about life insurance? But however difficult these questions may be, Western and Southern can help you answer them. Backed by over 130 years of experience, together we can look ahead to leave the unknown behind. Western and Southern Financial Group, life insurance, retirement, and investments. Compensated endorser, products issued by member companies of Western and Southern Financial Group, Cincinnati, Ohio. Looking at 2002 roster now. Booney, Aaron Boone. Yep, still talk to him on occasion. You know, he's he's corporate now. He's he's a suit, so he's kind of hard to, he's kind of hard to pin down. So, but he's still, uh, you know, he's still the same old, Oh, Booney. Again, you know, we've got such a, um, you know, that group of guys that we had, and, you know, we're still really close, man. Yeah, that's the true testament. Uh, some of these, you know, your team, some of these teammates, former teammates, uh, I talk to guys that are just like, oh, I've lost touch. I haven't talked to him forever. But you guys had this close-knit group that, yep. uh, you know, you would think that you guys like won championships or won, you know, titles because uh, those teams kind of stick together because they're always brought back and they're always remembered as a group, et cetera. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's cool that you guys uh, stay in touch. You have te- text threads going. I- I've heard of uh, like group texts that just go on forever and they're just Ever. random. Yep. Just, I mean, yeah. We we and they we've had them for as long as I could remember. And Who are some guys it, that are on the thread or, or on the group? I mean. So it's one of them. Well, it's me, Aaron, Sean, 
weekend, Austin, um, there's six of us. Who I have to look. Who am I missing? Sean? Austin, Ken. Maybe it's just that one. And then, then we have, I have a little minor league one that we have, you know, for my, my minor league buddies that, uh, um, you know, we have a little fantasy football league and, uh, you know, that thing blows up every day. And that's, you know, that's guys that, that you know, that are on there from, you know, when, when me and Austin were in Rockford. Yeah. You and uh, you're talking about Austin Kearns, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys were really tight. Um, mm-hmm. Is that carried over? Oh yeah, yeah we uh, yeah we we talk all the time and uh, you know we do a little family we, fa- we do family vacation every year. Um, so it's uh, yeah yeah nothing's changed on that end. Finally, Griff Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, how much did this guy mean to you? Man, a lot, and I mean. I just, I wish people, you know, and I, and I wish people would, and I've always said it and I still say it to this day. It's, you know, there, there's, there's, there's Ken and then there's junior. And, um, you know, I think that, you know, there's times I'll, you know, not so much lately, but you know, I'll call him and I can tell if I'm talking to Ken or if I'm talking to junior and I'll tell him like, Hey junior, have Ken call me when he can. And I hang up, you know? <laughs> and, uh, but he's, I mean, he's truly one of, he, he's, he's truly such a good guy, man. And, um, he does so much for so many people under the radar. And, uh, you know, I, I, I love that dude, man. He's, 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 he's awesome. He's, he's a great, great dude. I remember, uh, a story. He had dove for a ball on a warning track, had to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. I think didn't make it back yep. to the park till like later that evening. Yep. Uh, and it was you and Boone that stayed around for support. Cause that, yep. is that just how much he meant to you? Yeah. I mean, because that guy loved baseball. Loved, I mean, you know, he couldn't help the injuries and it wasn't like they were, you know, injuries from not playing hard. I mean, the guy right. played and, you know, he would lay out for a ball and dislocate his shoulder or, you know, trying to score from, you know, from first and, and tear his hamstring off the bone before that was even a thing. Yeah. And I mean, just some, and any other, any, anybody else that was probably in his, you know, in his, not very many people were in his stat his you know, his status, but all the crap that that dude put up with, um, and still wanted to play. And, uh, man, it, it was just, it was tough. I mean, he, that, those injuries, I mean, really took a toll on him, not just physically, man, but mentally. I mean, he, you know, when he, you know, he'd get hurt. And I mean, it was like, like the world was ending and, yeah. um, you know, but, you know, but, but again, that's a side that people, people would never see because he wouldn't let people see that side. You know, very few people would see that side. And, um, he was just, I mean, he, he's, he, he was just really, 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 is. I mean, he's just he's just a good person, man. Yeah, a lot of those nagging injuries, but that man, the hamstring off the bone, that was the one that really, really yep. affected him. I'm not sure he ever quite got over it, um, and it's so I mean, unfortunate. Nah, it, it was nasty. I mean, it yeah. was just you know, it looked like train tracks from his you know bottom of his butt cheek down to his knee, yeah. and just mm. you know, bad. Yeah, he used to. Well, I mean, he would ride everyone, but. Uh, he, yeah, he used to make fun of your running style. Do you remember that? Yeah, he used to try to make fun of everything. Yeah, but I told him until he could outrun me, then he could, you know, <laughs> he, he couldn't outrun me. So you, you can't make fun of it, dude. Yeah, you were. I mean, but you were pretty fast for your size. Um, but he yeah. he said you run like a deer, or was it a gazelle, or what? I can't remember what it was. Or your head would be bobbing. He just he he would yeah. kill me. He <laughs> he'd come, he'd come over to the monitor in the. <laughs> that guy need one to look at the replay of you running the bases. He's so, he's so stupid. <laughs> oh, so stupid. You're pretty much a guy that doesn't care, which uh, I've I always loved about you. I don't do anything. You know, I I, I realized at a young age that you know if you got there's consequences to your stupid actions. So you know, I would I would really try to re- think about that before I did stupid stuff and you know it, a lot of times it, it saved me from doing some stuff but 
Sometimes it didn't, but yeah. Um, I mean, I, you know, we never. It was different. Like we never did, and I, I feel like one of them old dudes, man. And I never wanted to ever feel like this. Like well, back when we played, you know, we like we didn't do anything stupid. Like we, I mean, it was stupid, but it wasn't, you know, nothing dangerous, destructive. Yeah. You know, getting in trouble. We we have. Let's let's. I mean, let's be honest. We had we had a lot of fun. Oh yeah. No, you did. But you were a fun group to be around, um, and you had fun despite. Man, you were you were one of those players that was just polarizing. Um, did you look at your numbers? I mean, sure, the strikeouts were high, uh, the walks were, were always very high, the home runs, the RBIs were high. It's almost as if the game has evolved back to you. Have you kind of noticed that uh, they don't really care as much about strikeouts now, and they want to hit home runs and and drive in runs and take walks? That's kind of evolved back to you. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I really don't know what to think of, of it because you know I, I transformed into this player that I look back and like I don't even I mean that I don't even know who that guy really I mean that I don't know that was never me I, you know and I don't know it just what do you mean it, it was it, never you? Well, I mean I never you know I I. I look at it like, okay, in high school, I struck out one time in high school, right? And I, I mean, I faced some dudes. So I struck out one time, and I remember one it time. Wow. Yeah, and I mean, I faced some dude dudes. I mean, some, you know, we were facing the all the you know a bunch of first rounders. You know, Beckett, Jeff Austin, Andy Yount, Mark Mangum, John Patterson, Bo Hill. I mean, there was list goes on and on. And I struck out against this lefty from the school I hear. He was a first rounder, Chris George. And, uh, and I, I remember it was my junior year. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? Like what just happened? There's no, I was so embarrassed. Like it was the most, one of the, I'll never forget that. I'm like, what just happened? I cannot believe I just struck out like that. That's, um, yeah. So you, I don't know what happened. You say that you don't know who that guy is. You're talking about the amount of strikeouts. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Just yeah. all of it, you know, and just kind of just, you know, just transformed into that into that player. I don't know what happened. Well, listen, they w- I would take this line on the current Reds team from 2004 to let's go 2008, 46 home runs, 102 RBIs, 40 and 101, 40, 92, 40, 106, 40, 100. That is a lot of production. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, my dad, you know, that was kind of what I was always taught. Like, you know, you, it's hard to score if you're not on base. And, and you know, in, like in high school, I mean, I, I ended up leading off in high school because, um, you know, I had I would walk so much that, you know, there's, I would just I – would, I'd walk all the time. So I ended up leading off and, and uh, you know, not being afraid to walk, knowing yeah. that, you know, especially the higher up you go, you got guys who will be able to drive you in all the time and, and uh, you know. I think there's a lot of times I walk when I shouldn't have, but, um, you know, there's, there's, you can critique anything, I guess. Well, you were so polarizing. You got so much criticism, which, uh, uh, you know, a lot of it I thought was very unfair. How did you, did you lean back on it? You don't really care what people think that much and you just kind of roll with the punches, but it had to be tough. The criticism you got when you're putting up those numbers, you're driving in over a hundred runs. And you're, you're getting yeah. criticized like mad. Yeah. And, you know, again, I, I, I fall back to, you know, I, I had a, a quarterback coach. He's one of my really good friends when I was in seventh grade, all the way up to, you know, I graduated. And, um, you know, that was, that was, that was the deal. I mean, it was, you, you know, when you, when you, when people see you, they don't, you don't want them to know if you just threw four touchdowns or four picks and, you know, Every time you get in a huddle, you, you know, you have to have the same demeanor and, uh, you know, you just got to let things roll with, you know, roll off your back. And, and you know, and truly the what really in the grand scheme of things, what really matters is what, you know, the other 24 guys, you know, plus coaches in, 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 in the locker room think of you. And, uh, um, you know, what I try to pride myself on was was playing like I I wanted to play. I wanted to play every day. And 
um, you know, I wanted to, to be on the field, whether I was sucking it up or, um, you know, of course you're going to get tired and of course you get all this, but I, you know, I just felt like that at any point in time, you know, you're going to come out of it and, and the day you might've came out of it and you're on the bench, you know, that, that I wanted to, I wanted to play. Absolutely. What was, I don't want to harp on this. What was, uh, what was tougher to handle when they would criticize you about strikeouts or the years you weren't, uh, you didn't have any sacrifice flies or was it uh, the glove? Because you, you heard it all on many circles. Is there anything that yeah. really bothered you? No, I thought like, like the sacrifice fly thing to me was truly comical. Um, you know, I, yeah, I thought that was very weird. But then I looked at it, and I think we ran, and it was with a guy on third less than two outs. I think I hit like eleven homers or something. Yeah, and I'm like, that, take those off, count those as sack flies. Like, fine with me, you know, whatever. Well, it's a little better than a sack fly. You get two runs out I of mean, that at least. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so that was a uh, that was kind of comical, but you know, the the one the the, the only, really thing that really bothered was was when. You know, you have people from the outside, um, you know, talking about how, you know, that I didn't, I didn't like to play, or I didn't like, in, you know, I didn't like baseball, and I didn't like to play, and I didn't blah blah blah. You know, that that was the like, if I didn't like to play, why would I, you know, I could have, I could have missed a bunch of games. I could have came out. I could have done this. I could have not played. You know, but I wanted to be out there. You know, and if, to me, if if I didn't want to play. If I didn't like it, then I wouldn't, you know, then I would have said, man, I'm, my, my back hurts today. Or, uh, you know what, it's too hot out there today. I need to, I need a day. But that was the part that, you know, like, that, I, I just, I never understood that. Yeah. And I, I, listen, I could tell by the tone of your voice when I said even, when I even gently mentioned that, oh, there was this perception you didn't like baseball. I could just tell in the, the tone of your voice. But, you, I mean, you look back at the, the games that you played, 2002, 158, 161, 160, 160, 152, 150. You played. You were out there all the time. What was uh, – do you have a favorite ball that you hit, and would it be the one off of Jose Lima, which is still to this day the longest home run ever hit at Great American Ballpark, 2004, Lima time. Mm. Lima time. 535 feet before they had that boat out there. Flew over the batter's eye. Our camera that day didn't even pick up the ball because it was not used to dude hitting it that far. Ended up in the Ohio River. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know if I have a, I mean, probably, man, I don't know. Um, I'll, probably the walk-off Grand Slam against Cleveland, nah, I would think. What a I comeback. Would say. That was awesome. Just, just the whole, the atmosphere in the stadium that night, um, the the way that that, that ninth inning went down, yeah, you know, Scott Hadberg sitting next to me telling me that I'll have a chance to win it, and I'm like, I'm doing the math, I'm like, oh uh, man, really? I'm like, I'm like seventh, eighth, ninth, I think it was eighth up or something like that. But he did, he did. Wow, he called then that he shot. Oh, he called it. Hadberg. I'm telling you, it was the most amazing thing. He's sitting next to me telling me in that inning, <clears throat> you know, that I'm going to have, I'm going to be, I'm going to be up with a chance to win it. And then when they bought and Whitman came in, he's like, Oh, look, he's just going to, he's going to throw you first pitch. He's going to, he's going to throw that little hard, you know, four seamer in to try to surprise you in, be ready for it all this. And he, <laughs> he missed this. It's it, it just weird. Cause I'm like, well, all right. So I was looking middle end first pitch and he ends up trying to go away with it and pulled it in, you know, it's just, if he would have hit a spot, I probably wouldn't even have swung at it. Wow. No, that was crazy. That, that whole, that was one of my favorite games I've ever covered. Just the way it yeah, unfolded. That was, uh, that was, it was almost like a once in a lifetime type comeback that day. But was there a ball that you like remember? Like I I've never hit a ball more true. I've never barreled up a ball better than that one that just yeah, felt the a, best the, there was a man there was a couple of them um i hit one at milwaukee um that went in like that dude deck off of uh 
Scott Linebrink. And uh, it was it was it was a good one. Um, but yeah, I mean, I remember hitting that one going good. Like that might be my best one ever, ever. Wow, it was a, it was a good one. Nice. By the way, who who named you the big donkey? Chris Sexton. Chris Sexton, name from the past. Yep. Well, yep. What did? Why big donkey? Obviously big. Wait, it's easy. I have no idea. I mean, I can make up something that sounds really, really cool, but really, that'd be a, that'd be a total lie. Uh, but it stuck. It did stick. It did. <laughs> Some stick, and it did sticks to this day. Hey, when yep. I look back on uh, my earlier life, uh, I can't help but look back with many regrets. Like, man, I probably would have done something different in that situation, or might have handled that differently, or I, I would have taken this more seriously, or whatever. Um, in, in any circles, whatever, and when you look back, do you have any regrets whatsoever? Man, I think it's human nature to have regrets. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I look at, you know, I mean, all the way back to as far as I can remember. Um, but, you know, it's not something that I, you know, that I, I try to, I try not to do it. You know, I try to, I try not to, you know, I don't, I don't, I try not to play the what if game and I try to, you know, and I told myself that when I when I quit football was no matter what, like I'm not looking back. I'm not I'm not playing the what if game. You know, yeah, it's fun, yeah, it's great, but you know, the way that my mind works, it would drive me nuts. And um so, you know, I think it's human nature to 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 say, you know, like, man, I I wish I would have done this different. I wish I would have, you know, been more mature about this. I wish I would have this and that. But um, you know, a lot of things, you know, everything happens for a reason and um, good, good and bad. And, you know, I think that's, that's the, I mean, that's the way I look at it. And I try not to, I really, man, I try not to, to, to harp on it and I try not to, to look back and, and just beat myself up over it because it would be really easy to do. Yeah. all no doubt about it. Um, when the Reds hall of fame came a calling, how much that mean to you? Everything. I mean, and, and I'm not just, saying that i mean mm-hmm. i wouldn't i wouldn't use that as you know i wouldn't say everything i mean it 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 truly means everything um just i mean for one i mean you look at the reds hall of fame like that to me is you know one of probably one of three including the the, the big you know the big hall of fame i mean that look at the that's the who's who of of our sport mm-hmm. you know, is in is in that hall of fame and uh you know just to just to be able to you know go to go to hall of fame functions and see those guys and 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 you know rub shoulders with them and not feel like um you know you're that that i snuck in you know oh no Uh, there was no sneaking in i mean it's just it's just i don't i don't take it lightly i mean it really truly means i mean it means everything that is fantastic. And finally, we'll wrap it up with this. Uh, what can we expect in the future of Adam Dunn? Have you mapped out where you want this life to go for you? Or is there anything that you have had in your mind you want to get involved with uh, in 10 years? Where do you expect to be? Yeah, my, my life is exactly how I want it to be going. Um, you know, I got a, I got a great family. Um, you know, I got kids that are, doing their own thing um that i i i I just i like where everything is um uh i'm i'm not looking forward i'm 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 trying to you know as cliche as it sounds i'm trying to just literally look day you know day to day and and you know and just enjoy just enjoy what i have because i i realize how blessed i am and um you know i i just I, i i try to Try to enjoy life, man. Well, it sounds like uh, things are great, and we couldn't be more happier for you. And the the fact that you're involved w- with baseball and, and giving back to the youth, I love you hearing saying that. You know, it's it's about off the field as well, and and you're you're pointing these kids in the right direction. I I just think that's fantastic, man. I applaud you. Yeah, well, I appreciate. It. I mean, that's I, I really I really enjoy that part of it, man. I, I do. Well, from Reds country, give our best to uh, your kids, certainly. Uh, your wife, Kentucky girl. Yep. Uh, 
So from heart of Reds country here. So uh, we're so glad to uh, hear from you and turn back the clock, my friend. It's great to talk to you again. It's been a while since I've been able to talk to you. And uh, again, you, those teams that you were on, uh, amongst my favorite guys I've ever covered, it was a, just a joy. Uh, you guys provided a notebook every day, and it was it was tremendous. And I thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, well, I appreciate you having me, Jim, and thank you for everything. And give my best to all the all the goobers over there in in, in Reds country. You know who we're talking about. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. And by the way, I include myself in that goober group. Thank you very much. That's right. I'm a proud That's goober. I am a proud nerd. And if you're going to do anything <laughs> in life, go. be all in. And as far as That's being it. a nerd, I am all in. So thank you very uh, much. You're a good one, Jim. <laughs> all right, man, I appreciate it. Godspeed to you, Adam Dunn. Take care. All right, I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Adam Dunn. I know I did love going back in time and reliving moments that happened, moments from the past and beyond. And that dude is uh, he's a beaut, man. I mean, he's a rare breed, but uh, he is who he is. And so I, I enjoyed that uh, reconnecting with Adam Dunn. We uh, have reconnected with George Foster. He'll be in the coming weeks, as well as uh, reached out to Ronnie O, the tough-nosed Ron Oster. Uh, he'll be somewhere down the line. Um, TJ Antone, current Reds player, who's, you know, could, uh, and I'm being serious about this, on the brink of stardom. Mark it down, on the brink of stardom. TJ Antone. And he's a very interesting young man off the field as well. So it'll be a conversation that you will enjoy, as well as uh, when we get closer to the season here, we'll be speaking with some current Reds players as well. So it'll be a mixed bag. And uh, thanks again for checking us out. Spread the word. Hope you rate and review this podcast. And we'll see you next time, everyone.